0: This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Hello everyone and welcome to another show of Rock and Roll English. As my American friend says in the introduction, it is real people speaking real English. So, on the show today we have Dan. You want to say hello Hi. Dan? How are you doing? I'm a repeat guest. Repeat guest. I've got a question for you though Dan. Okay. Okay. Are you a real person? I can confirm, I am a real person. And uh, do you speak real English? I speak the Queen's English. Well, welcome on the show, then, Dan. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. So today we're talking about napping. Are you excited about this, Dan? Uh, yeah, sure. Um... So, just, yep. just for our listeners, though, explain what a nap is. A nap is
1: when you go to sleep for a very short period of time in the afternoon, mm-hmm. like a siesta.
0: Like a siesta, the, the international word. Uh, well, it could, be, it could be in the morning or the evening. Why the afternoon?
1: Well, why would it be in the morning? Because you get up in the morning, you don't think, I'm going to have another nap.
0: Well, afternoon, it splits up the day, doesn't it? So it splits up the day. That's a good bit of rock and roll vocabulary there. So it breaks the day. Um, but I don't live by the rules, Dan. I, I'll i nap when I want to nap, okay? Do you nap in the morning? No, but I don't nap in the afternoon. So.
1: Okay, so when do, so
0: you, you nap in the afternoon, yeah? I, I don't nap.
1: Okay. Um, you're this brings you're me on... a
0: real rule breaker. <laughs> so this brings me on to my next question, actually. Do you nap? No, I don't have time to nap. Okay, so what do you do? I work. Yeah, the weekends?
1: Well, it depends. If I've had a drink, then sometimes I fall asleep. But I wouldn't go as far
0: to say it was a planned nap. So that's actually another interesting thing that we'll be talking about in a minute, the different categories of naps. Um, So we're looking at an article from the National Sleep Foundation. Yes. Um, Although... I found out it's the American National Salt oh. Foundation, so yeah. already you know. Take It with a pinch of salt. So that's oh, all that's a fantastic bit of vocabulary there, Dan. Take it with a pinch of salt. It means that we will not take it so seriously. Um which is sort of what I recommend you you do with what Dan says. Take <laughs> everything he says with a pinch of salt because you know, he's, he's not a serious person. Correct. Um, so anyway, yeah, so it's the National Sleep Foundation, the American one. But um, we'll have a look at the benefits and the negatives in a minute. But first of all, let's look at the categories. So they they say there are three types of naps. There's a planned nap, an emergency nap, and a habitual nap. So a habitual comes from the word habit Habitual nap. So, what type of napper are you, Dan? So, when I say napper there, I'm making the word nap into a noun. Well, define emergency nap. It's, to be honest, typical Americans, I I don't like their categories so much. It yeah, says well, here, I'll, I'll read it for you. It occurs, which means it happens, when you are suddenly very tired and cannot continue with the activity that you were originally doing. Well, in that case, that is the only
1: napping I tend to do. I don't plan to nap and I don't
0: nap out of habit. See, I personally think that it should be called an accidental nap because it' an emergency nap. It's not like I think, oh my God, I need to nap. This is yeah. an emergency. <laughs> but this is what happens when you are dealing with Americans come on dan we we we're citizens of the world, yeah, stop being racist, oh we are they're not <laughs> Dan, you will be arrested after this show okay what, by
1: the FBI?
0: <laughs> yeah exactly um okay, so we've we've agreed that you're you accidental napper, what about you uh yeah, probably probably the same, an accidental napper i never i never planned for these things, but um. It's interesting, actually, because my, um, I've got a French friend here and. So he's not racist. He has a French friend. (laughs) Yeah. He's just saying this to prove that he's not racist.
1: Exactly. He's definitely not American, but he's definitely French. And, um, he told, he, without fail, has to have a nap after lunch on the weekend. And it's quite irritating if I'm with him and we're having a drink and that's it. He has to have a nap.
0: Um, so when he says though without fail, it means that he he always has to. He has no choice. But just explain this though, Dan. So you're with him in the afternoon. Mm. You're out. You're out. I imagine in a pub or somewhere.
1: Or, or if I'm if I'm with him, or if we have lunch, he'll then say I have to go home to have a nap.
0: I think he. It's his way of not wanting to spend time with me. I I, I agree. I actually agree with. Him. That may be a good tactic, maybe something that I, I will do.
1: But just to clarify, I don't go home and nap with him. Right?
0: I recently found out that Dan snores, which so snores <laughs> is the noise that you make when you sleep. In fact, I will do an impression just so we can understand what snoring is.
1: I don't snore that loud, though.
0: Mm, yes, you do. Not that we were sharing a bed. I just would like to (laughs) say that we were in the same room. Dan was in one bed. I was in the other bed. That's not entirely true, is it, Martin? Well, actually, we did spend one night in the same bed, on different sides of the bed. There was no touching.
1: Yes, correct.
0: No touching. Um, Okay, so what do you associate napping with? That's an interesting question.
1: Um, What do I associate napping
0: with? Like... Uh, Like, what characteristic in a person? Well, Europeans. That's not a characteristic, I know, but... um, You're not going down the racist
1: thing, are you? I've got a lot of European friends,
0: okay? Okay. What about you? Well, probably, which is the incorrect answer, I would associate it with being lazy. So being lazy is when you, you do not want to do anything and you don't have the energy um, for example, when I I often, if someone says to me I need to go home for a nap, I I see them as a weak person, not not a strong person.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see the point. I I I just think sleep at night. That
0: That's is my, that is one thing I agree <laughs> with you on there, Dan. Um, but they actually say that this uh, in they, the article, the
1: Americans
0: also true that um, this is the wrong attitude because there are benefits and says. That people like Winston Churchill, uh, Napoleon, um, Einstein, Thomas Edison all napped. But then it.
1: But the, then these the, people have time to nap. I'm uh, not being funny. I'm sure Winston Churchill had time to nap. I don't have time to nap. I'm busier than Churchill.
0: Well, the thing that I found interesting about the list so it has Churchill, Napoleon, um, Einstein, Thomas Edison, and George Bush. So the really <laughs> the the last well, person was not such an inspirational character
1: i i have an interesting fact for you martin okay i love an interesting
0: fact thomas
1: edison used to go to sleep in the afternoon holding ball bearings
0: in his hand so it he, he means basically a ball when he said he used to it's something he did obviously in the past when he was alive because yeah. now now he's not
1: okay exactly. and he would go to sleep in his rocking chair thinking of a problem and then in the afternoon, and then when the the balls would drop out of his hand, he would wake up and he would write down whatever was in his mind as he woke up. And often it was the solution to the problem.
0: Um, you, number one, have told me that story about 10 times. But your listeners haven't heard it. So, um, And number two, I also read that that's not true, that that's a myth. So a myth Ooh. is something that... People say because it sounds good, but it's not actually true. Well, where did you hear it was a myth? Uh, in a book. What in, book? Um, How to Fly a Horse, a book I know that you have read too. That's not... I've read that book and that is not in there. We will We will talk about this after. Thank okay. you, Dan. Um, so, the benefits of sleeping... Uh, of napping, sorry. So, it says that it makes you more alert and increases performance. And there is a study at NASA, the people that go into space... They should know. OK, exactly. Said that after a 40-minute nap, their performance increased by 34% and their alertness, so feeling more alert and like paying more attention, by 100%. What do you think of that? Well, I don't know how you measure alertness or attention. I, I, I'm certainly
1: not going to argue with NASA's science, so I'll just assume they're correct.
0: Okay. Well but what do you think? Do you think? Uh, it's... Well, I, I'm. It's interesting. Maybe I will do a forty minute nap, but I don't know how. I or thought when. you said
1: people who nap are lazy.
0: Well, I've got an open mind, Dan. Okay, I like I. I can change yeah. my opinion. You've got time to nap. Some of us haven't. Wow, you're you're, you're such a great man. You, soon you will be on the list with Churchill and uh, all of, all <laughs> of the rest of the people that nap, Einstein. Correct. Some of the greatest men in history. Sure, exactly. Um, so it also says that, um, napping increases, um, improves your learning and working memory and has psychological benefits. So considering you are weak mentally, <laughs> this could, this could be good for you, Dan.
1: Well, well, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to nap, so I will never see, but I will definitely be keeping a keen eye on whether you become more intelligent when you start napping.
0: Um, So a keen eye, so it means like, it's a very good term. So he says, I'll be interested to find out, is another way to explain that. Um, So we've looked at a few benefits. Now let's look at a few negatives because, you know, I'm a fair person. So one of the ones it says is that um, if you sleep for too long, which it says over 30 minutes... It can make you feel groggy. So groggy is when you wake up and you feel like, (laughs) that's (laughs) the only way I can explain that. It sounds like something else, but carry on. Um, So do you ever feel groggy when you wake up after a nap?
1: What? 100%. But it's not. Sometimes when I'm at work, I will fall asleep. for. It can be five, ten minutes at the end of my lunch.
0: At work? No, on my lunch break at work. Somewhere, uh, in, but where, like where a exactly lunch break at work? Yeah, and where do you go to have your lunch break? Oh,
1: uh, in my car sometimes,
0: or <laughs> now that is now everyone, this is a rock and roll star. He yeah. has a lunch break and sits in his car, on or
1: his own. or just in the park. and I fall asleep for the last five minutes, ten minutes, and I woke up, I wake up absolutely shattered.
0: So, so shattered, oh, good word there, Dan. Shattered means very, very, very tired. Um, well, it's strange only for five minutes because it says this happens after 30 minutes. And another, this is on another, um, article that I read. This is an English one, so we could probably trust it more. It (laughs) says, if you sleep for more than 30 minutes, this is Dr. To, Tomahide Yamada. Um, -hmm. I'm not sure that's the correct pronunciation, but says that you can actually get, uh, diabetes. If you sleep for more than thirty minutes,
1: well,
0: I I saw I saw that. How I don't, I don't understand. Um, yeah, the, the science part I'm not going to tell you. What I find interesting though is the NASA people said they slept for forty minutes, so they've all got diabetes. Exactly, <laughs> everyone in NASA will have diabetes, which um, which is
1: well, at least At least they'll get to the moon. So you know.
0: Exactly, they will get to the moon finally. Yeah, um, they also had some advice for napping on this. This is going back to the American one now, which I found
1: this is the most ludicrous <laughs> advice I've ever so seen.
0: ludicrous. There, ludicrous means completely stupid. So, Ted, what is the advice? Read it for us, Dan. In, well, the advice in order to nap and I guess sleep in general
1: is to make sure the room is dark and there is no noise. That's obvious. That you don't need to conduct scientific research to come to that
0: conclusion. Well, that, I personally think, is some fantastic advice.
1: Of course, but it's it's uh, it's common
0: sense. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so for everyone, you know, napping is good for you, makes you more alert, but will well- also give you diabetes. <laughs> and... Pros and cons. And listen to Dan's advice if you want to have a nap. Um make sure the room is dark and that's not my advice. Okay. I'm just reading
1: the science. Okay.
0: Well you said what, that. So... Will will you be napping in future? I I'll well, I, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And um yeah, and the other piece of advice for me is don't snore like Dan. Don't snore. Remember that's <laughs> snoring, and that's what Dan does.
1: Yeah, but I, I sleep talk as well, so I don't think I've got much choice.
0: Also does that, which is very, very frustrating. Okay, well, thanks as always for your time, Dan. That's all right. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Okay, so that was me talking to my friend Desperate Dan there about napping. Um, I call him Desperate Dan not when he's listening because he's he's a lot bigger than me, but he's not listening now, so it's fine. Um, So let's look at the vocabulary that we used today. Obviously, the key word was the word nap, which means when you have a small sleep um, at some point during the day. Um, The most rock and roll piece of vocabulary was when Dan said um, to take it with a pinch of salt. So to take it with a pinch of salt, um, which means not to take something seriously seriously. I think Dan said about when um, we were looking at the study and it was done by Americans. So Dan said to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, He also said without fail, which is a good piece of vocabulary. So it basically means um, always when he said that his French friend um, without fail um, always has a nap. So it's just to enforce um, always. Um, Another word was snore, which is the noise you make when you sleep, which is what Dan does, um, which I discovered recently. Although at this point, I would just like to clarify the story of Dan and I sharing a bed. Um, We went to Catania and we did Airbnb and there was only one bed, unfortunately, so I had to share, but I did not sleep much because he was snoring. Um, a myth. A myth is a good word. And that's something that seems, well, people say is true. that actually isn't, which was the story Dan um, used about Thomas Edison with the balls in his hands. It's a myth. It's not true. The word um, groggy also came out. And remember, groggy is the feeling you have when you wake up and you feel very... uh <laughs> There is no better way to explain that. So just remember, groggy and there are no problems. Um, Another word was shattered, which is basically another word to say extremely tired, which Dan said he feels when he wakes up after a nap in his car during his lunch break, which is a little bit strange. And the last word was ludicrous ludicrous is something totally stupid and which dan used for the advice um, about when they said to keep the room dark and with no noise which if i'm honest i agree with that is ludicrous anyway thanks for listening and have a great day and i will see you soon